BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Ho, ho, ho! Now I have a machine gun in sports betting. And that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now. Make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN, and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in 200, you get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Mike issues. Uh, don't know what we're talking about today. This is going to be a great show. This is really good. This is going to be great. Um, well, I thought we'd talk about, uh, you know, movies today. I don't want to talk about the NBA necessarily today. <laughs> uh, it's not been a great the, NBA NFL. start. Or the NFL. Yeah, well, yeah. Anything. Yeah. No sports today. No sports Ooh, today. Go back, go back to our roots. Because yeah. that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Lawn tips by Max. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, no, I, I did watch the movie Soul over the weekend. That's the new uh, Pixar flick. Okay. And they took a nice uh, shot at the New York Knicks. So it was pretty funny. <laughs> nice. What's going on, Panther? You love taking shots at New York, the uh, Knicks. Uh, well, I mean, just just when I say what I'm, I even put on the message board, like, what's wrong with you guys betting on the Knicks? Then they turn around and win a game. But I think early on, I think I'm just not going to bet NBA on Sundays. And and I apologize, Max. I knew as soon as I jumped on that Bucks train after the fact, I doomed us all. So, um, yeah, I, everything was a split for me in the NFL um, right down the middle. That's a no play for me in Washington. Alex Smith did not start. And, uh, yeah, NBA, man, over three, shit the bed. When it went in, you know, Saturday was great. Sunday, not so much. So, oops, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. What's going on, Richard? Is there no uh, Alex Smith option on uh, 
my bookie there, Mister <laughs> Mister Max <laughs> or Mister uh, Panther. I was I got screwed this weekend by a couple of lines. If I had just waited a day, I probably would have did okay. The uh, the it's got started off with Tampa Bay and Detroit missed by the hook, and then the, the Green Bay line came down. So I uh, I missed on the show, but I actually had fifty three and a half I think on my account. So ended up winning money on that side. I'll there take you, it. There you go. Yeah. All right. We got a lot to get to today, despite Max not knowing what we talk about or what we're going to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> Max, what happened yesterday? Should I do my full recap? Should I be abridged? I, I really I, I really don't know what to do. Do the full. Do, do, yeah, full do, your, do your thing. Do your 80%, big dog. All right. I'm take a sip of coffee live on the air. Oh, there we go. He's getting this is the wind up. He's stretching. He's stretching. All right. Max's NFL recap. Week 16. Start with the touchdown. Point number one, golfing up a playoff spot. The one good thing that came from the Rams loss to Seattle yesterday is that the Packers now cannot take next week off against the Bears if they want to clinch the number one seed in the NFC. This scenario would kill my win total on the Bears, but it's a sacrifice I am willing to make for all of us Rams fans out there because I do not trust the Rams to win next week against the Cardinals. Uh, L.A. once again could be a 9-7 team looking uh, outside, looking into the playoffs, um, and I can't defend them. Uh, Their defense is absolutely legit, but their offense, particularly Jerry Goff, has been inconsistent all year. Can't trust them whatsoever. Rams might be without Goff next week to, due to a broken thumb, so it would be interesting to see what McVay can do with a different robot QB to control. Point number two, hey, here you go, Arch. At least the Eagles are done. Thank you. Happy about that. Whew, I'm so happy. The NFC East still is undecided, but we scratched the Eagles off that list of contention. They got destroyed by the Cowboys yesterday. That paired up with a Washington loss to the Panthers. Sets up a fun Week 17 showdown between the three other teams in the NFC East. Washington Football Collective uh, has a game against the Eagles. That was flexed to the Sunday night game. That means no scoreboard watching for the Cowboys and Giants. A winner of that game could win the NFC East if Washington loses to the Eagles on Sunday night. Uh, momentum, I think, is with the Cowboys. Defense playing better, getting a lot of takeaways the last few weeks. Offense starting to look better with Dalton now that he's protected. They're running the ball better. Uh, Giants-Washington were hot about a month ago. Seems to have cooled down a bit. So maybe Dallas is peaking at the right time. They end up winning the East. I'm sure Rich is thrilled. <laughs> Point number three, we'll call this Camara goes for six. I had some big betting wins in the NFL this weekend. I said the Niners defense would come up big. They did against the Cardinals. I bet the Raiders with the points. I want to say with the points instead of falling into a trap of money lining them. Uh, so snuck out a half point win with the Broncos. But there were some major betting whiffs this weekend. I am not uh, washing my hands of, of, of this weekend. I have to, to take my penance here. Uh, Alvin Kamara. With six touchdowns, Saints routed the Vikings. Uh, just insane. I, I'm thankful that I didn't go up against Kamara in my third place fantasy uh, <laughs> NFL uh, weekend. I had another big whiff of betting that I'll get to in a minute. Uh, a minute, but uh, this one was this one was terrible. This was just so eye opening. You knew the Vikings were bad, but this is a whole new level of awfulness, and I think it gives New Orleans the jolt they need. Uh, needed after losing two in a row. So I, I don't know what to think about the Vikings right now. Point number four, 
I alluded to it. Let's talk about it. Raiders going to Raider. As I mentioned, I won the bet on the Raiders. I think uh, Arch, you did too. We were yeah. chatting about that one, uh, as was, I think, someone money lined them, though. <clears throat> Can you imagine how stupid that would be to money line the Raiders? Yeah, crazy. It's crazy. Uh, entertaining game to watch, though. Particularly the last three minutes of the game, you saw the Raiders get a big touchdown from Carb. They missed the extra point. Uh, Dolphins replaced Tua with Fitzpatrick. They get a touchdown. Raiders then say, Josh Jacobs, don't score the touchdown. We're going to eat some more clock, kick a field goal, and then Fitz throwing a blinded pass due to a face mask penalty to help Miami get into position for a game-winning field goal. Just wild. A wild ending to a game. Really fun to watch, but a nail-biter for those of us with money on the Raiders. Takeaways uh, of this game. Was Chucky right to kill the clock instead of getting the touchdown? Do we think so? Eh, With a different defense, maybe, but that's secondary. Oh, boy. Needs to go for the touchdown there. I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 Uh, what does Tua's benching do for his mentality? Is this a, you know is is this a sign of we're going to start bringing closers in in the NFL? Hopefully, is, is, uh, we talked about that before. And if so, does Eli Manning and Tim Tebow get a call in the offseason? <laughs> you need a closer for a game. You don't need a quarterback for three quarters. You need someone to close out a game. I think Eli and Tim Tebow get a uh, second shot at their career. Point number five: If the Raiders going to Raiders. The Browns going to Brown. <laughs> AFC North no longer a possibility after the Steelers came from behind to beat the Colts, but a playoff spot was still on the line for the Browns. They faced off against the one-win Jets team. New York decided to leave Trevor Lawrence behind in L.A. after getting their first win of the year. Certainly even an undermanned Browns team. They're not the Rams. They would they would avoid letting the Jets getting win number two on the season. Well, I guess not. Maybe Adam Gase was saving his best for last. Maybe the Jets have been a good team all along, and they decided to put it together in the last three games when it doesn't matter. Uh, convincing win. Another convincing win. I'd, I'd say that there was a convincing win against the Rams last week. It was a convincing win start to finish. Jets put up against an undermanned Browns team. Forced three fumbles on Baker Mayfield in their 23-16 to win. They solidified the number one pick for the Jaguars, while the Browns now have to get a win against the Steelers next week if they want to make the playoffs. So, uh, Browns should have won that one, but now it's not looking great for their playoffs. If they they, they really have to show up next week, point number six is a question: Hail to the Chiefs! Casey got their fourteenth win of the season, and a win's a win, but it was their seventh straight close win in a row. Over the span of seven games, their point differential is plus 27. That means they're winning games by less than four points on average in that span. So you have to wonder if this is cause for concern. You have to wonder maybe it's just some lackadaisical play, which we've seen. We've seen that Dolphins game was out of hand, and they just kind of like took the foot off the pedal there. Or is Andy Andy Reid just messing around, experimenting until the playoff time, until it matters? I don't know. But what I can say this is I don't think they can afford to mess around for too much longer. Teams like the Bills, teams like the Dolphins will show up in the playoffs if the Dolphins make the playoffs <laughs> and, uh, and make their lives hell. So I think KC can't mess around for much longer. They probably take next week off. But uh, after that, you know, two weeks, two weeks in a row being off, maybe they do show up next week. Maybe they just play a big game next week and then take their first round by. Extra point here. Finally, not the frauds, maybe. It's a tough one for me to say. I'm closing out this this uh, touchdown with a, a, a kind of a, a eating some crow, if you will, because it's been well documented on this show 
how I felt about the Packers this season being frauds because before this week, the Bengals had more wins against winning teams than the Packers did. But as Rich say, it says, listen, you play the teams in front of you and the Packers rolled against those lesser teams. But now we can say they finally beaten a team with a winning record and they did it in convincing fashion. It was a big win that also demonstrated the Packers' need for home field in the playoffs. Because that Lambeau home field in the playoffs, that's going to come in handy for them. If they get a team that's not used to cold weather, that, that's going to be huge for them. They bring in a Seattle, you bring in a New Orleans to have to play in Lambeau. That's, that's tough. But the Titans, man, I, I don't know what to think about the Titans. They've been up and down all season. So can I anoint the Packers as contenders just yet? No, I don't think so. Beating beating the Titans by that much, I don't know if I can say that the Packers are now contenders. What I can say, though, is they are one of the teams that could make it to the Super Bowl from the NFC. And that's as much praise as you will get from me there. That is Max's touchdown for the week. All right, Panther. What happened to you? You know, trying trying to give Max pay any homage to the to the Packers is just it's actually entertaining. Uh, they'll win the Super Bowl and they'll still be frauds. Uh, uh, what happened to me was I went uh, two and two with my bets and one and one with my totals. Um, but uh, I'm still trying to find my identity. I didn't. I never liked copying Max. That's his his seven points, his own thing. I did that for a while. So we're gonna try something different today probably stealing from Max again, but I'm going to try uh, where I was right and where I was wrong. We could probably do the whole show with where I was wrong because this was just a a, a shit week, but I narrowed it down to a few things, things that I had said uh, on Saturday and things I have to eat crow about. But, you know, you look at the Arizona Cardinals, they can't even beat bad teams. My my knock on them was that they were beating bad teams, um, but losing to good teams. Well, now they can't even beat the bad teams. Um, they, They, they just did not show up against the 49ers. Granted, George Kittle was back. 49ers defense is uh, better, but um, this this is a team that they need to win if they're supposed to be a play- playoff caliber team. The Cardinals are not a playoff caliber team. Uh, I was wrong on Vegas. Uh, look, look, I really thought Vegas was going to win that game. I think all of us said on the show, we really thought Vegas was going to win that game. Vegas should have won that game, but <laughs> – that defense is so fucking bad. I mean, I, I hate Chucky, hate him with a passion, but we're probably stuck with him for another five years with that ridiculously bad contract. Um, and they'll probably go out and draft another wide receiver because that's what a Chucky Gruden will do. Um, but man, that Raider defense just they cost them that game. And look, Miami is much more dangerous with Fitz Magic. Like, forget this closer thing. At, at some point, they're like, all right, we tried the Tua thing. We're heading into the playoffs. Fitz Magic's got to be the guy. I, I, I will actually cringe if they don't make Ryan Fitzpatrick the guy heading into the playoffs. Uh, where I was wrong was <laughs> that Colts. I, I mean, can we knock the Steelers out in the first half, first three quarters, but then that Colts defense just did what the Colts pass defense does, and they let Roethlisberger look like he was 25 years old again. Um, I thought the Colts would handle the Steelers. They did handle them for the first three quarters, but then they just shit the bed. I'd, I'd actually like to see a rematch there because I still i am not a fan of the Steelers. Thought they'd lose the rest of their games. Probably should have lost that one, but uh, still don't love the Steelers. And Cleveland, wow, yikes. You best running game in the NFL, and then you inexplicably run the ball 18 times. 
You can't even get 50 yards, and you let Baker Mayfield throw it 53 times. Like, what the hell was that? You have the best running game, and then you don't run the ball against the worst team. Well, might not be the worst team anymore um, in the NFL. Uh, that really got that Cleveland because I thought Cleveland would foot stomp the Jets heading into that game against Steelers. So definitely got that one wrong. Where I was right, uh, taking the Falcons uh, against the Chiefs, who two Chiefs just, you know, Max touched on it. They just have no ability to step on teams' throats and put them away. They're playing all these close games. You're better off taking the opponent plus the points every single week. I really do think once the playoffs matter, they're probably just going to come out and, and light up the scoreboard. But I don't know if this is some Andy Reid, you know, magic show he's trying to put on or what, but it, it, they're either holding back or it's going to catch up to them and they're going to get caught. I, I hate it. Um, but for betting purposes, take the opponent right now. Um, where I was right, that Seattle defense, it, they've been playing top-notch football now for better part of a month. Uh, Rams offense has been really limited. I, I think a beat up on the Rams quite a bit on their offensive inability to get over 20, 24 points. Not sure we can take them seriously. And, and now, because of Max's Bears, they might be looking at missing the playoffs Although the Bears got to go against the frauds up there in Green Bay next week, so don't like their chances there. But Seattle looks looks the part now, at least with a top tier defense that's playing that way. Uh, where I was right, Ravens covered big, but not as down as I thought. I actually thought they would really, really uh, crush them. They were up twenty to three at the half and only won by the two touchdowns, but. They're they're getting ready for their playoff run. I don't think they're a legit Super Bowl contender, but they were definitely good enough to cover last or this past weekend. Um, and the other one we were right, I think we were all right. Rich and I definitely were on the, the Bears offense. They lit up that Jacksonville defense all the way around, running, passing. Allen Robinson had another big day. But look, unlike the Jets, the Jacksonville, they leave no doubt that they want that first overall pick, right? When they're going to go out there and lose, they lose in grand fashion. Uh, so uh, that was where I was right. Rich, what you got, buddy? Well, I think that down in Jacksonville, they were cheering every time the Bears would score. So they, they definitely want Trevor Lawrence. No doubt about that. What can I say about my guy Trubisky? Since he's been in, the Bears have been uh, a legitimate team. I think if Max wins his overbet, he should he should share it with Mitchell. Mitchell probably can use some love. Uh, speaking of which, of Trevor Lawrence, apparently the Jets didn't like the scouting report on him. So they've passed and decided to win a couple of games. <laughs> That's uh, pretty funny to me. If I'm the Dolphins, though, you know, I, I'm thinking about – I think they have two first-round draft choices this year, if I remember correctly, and, and that's a big if. Um, I'm, I'm on the phone with Jacksonville. We'll give you two and our two first-round picks for the number one because I, I don't know that – Tua, it looks to me like he doesn't have the arm strength to play in the NFL. He's floating a lot of passes, or either that he's just trying to be too too accurate and uh, in aiming instead of throwing. Speaking of uh, aiming and throwing, I think the Kansas City offense looks a lot better when they're not just trying to force feed the ball to either Travis Kelsey or to Tyree Kill. I, I know that you know chicks dig the long ball, so to speak, and you know trying to get that big play to Travis uh, to. Um, Tyree kills, you know, great TV and all that, but 
it sure seems like their offense sputters. And then when Mahomes starts to spread the ball across the field to his other wide receivers, and then running game starts to pick up and the offense seems to click a little bit better. So if I'm Andy Reid, I'm making sure the offensive coordinator is getting everybody involved, point guard quarterback, if you will. And then, um, you know, I, I heard uh, Dwayne Haskins Sr. called in to Washington and said he was offended by the team's uniforms. He said, get that junior off that quarterback's jersey. And that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> oh, my, my Cowboys. <laughs> if, if they make the playoffs, I mean, I can see them having a decent day against Tom Brady. They can't run. That's the Cowboys' weakness on defense. They have actually a decent pass defense. And then going up to Green Bay, they owe the Packers one. So I think 2020 has been a crazy-ass year. Why not? Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Oh, I think with 2020 being so crazy, it's almost guaranteed that the NFC East is going to get one playoff win just to piss everybody off. They're going to get multiple wins. They're multiple. going to Super Bowl, baby. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's not, it's not that crazy. Man, I had a dream. I had a dream the Cowboys would have the worst defense ever, and now they don't even have the worst defense in the NFL. It's gotten that much better. It's looking like Jacksonville or Detroit. It's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I had Detroit. A- Ooh. Can't leave out my Raiders. <laughs> Yeah, the Raiders are bad, but I don't know. Raiders, that the, Raiders yeah. Vikings, there's, there's so many bad defenses. The Raiders aren't bad until the last two minutes of the – like the, the team's last drive with 30 seconds. That's like the second time they've had teams you know, complete a pass at the very last play of the game to beat them. The, thing, the saving grace for the Raiders is they've actually had a fairly tough uh, strength of schedule. Tough schedule, and they have a decent enough offense to keep them in games. Yeah, right, right. Well, that puts a lot of pressure on the the defense. <laughs> you actually have to play, and yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work out for him. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to make of the Chiefs right now. We'll see. We'll see if they're playing those close games. If you know, playing to the level of your opponent is going to bite you in the ass. I just think that they get so enamored with like the big play to Tyree Kill that they forget to involve everybody else. Mm. Same thing like yesterday when I was watching, you know, keeping track of those games. You look at um, Atlanta, the running back, Ito Smith, is averaging six yards a carry. And what do you get, like 11 carries? If I'm at, you know, I'm looking at the numbers at halftime, I see where, you know, this guy's averaging six yards per carry. He's going to get some carries in the second half. But nope. Well, it's not like Matt Ryan had a shit day. He may not have had a shit day, but to me, the, the, the recipe for beating, and they should have really, they should have won. But the recipe for beating Kansas City is to keep their offense off the field. And the way right. you do that is six yards per carry. Yeah, but it terrifies teams. For whatever reason, it terrifies them. They're just terrified to uh, you know, get left behind. So they abandon the running game even when the net, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of guys fighting Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather was a, was a defensive fighter that was always – to me, the way you would beat Floyd Mayweather is make him come to you. But for some reason, every single fighter, no matter how good he was, would chase Floyd, which is exactly what he wanted you to do. And it seems like teams do the same thing, like you mentioned with Kansas City. They want to chase points instead of playing the game. Right, right. All right. Uh, if I wanted to chase bets, Max, where would I go? We should not be chasing bets, by the way. This is bad money management. It's something that I'm, I'm worried if, if Panther starts to do soon. Oh, we're, we're, we're looking at some $50 NBA plays. Come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, listen, Christmas is in the books. We're heading into the new year, so you might as well start the new year right with a resolution, and that resolution should be to join my bookie with the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Why join my bookie? I mean, it's 
the best sports book out there right now. Uh, they they are into giving you great deals. They're into giving you money when you need it, right? And and who wants to start the new year off with some extra cash in their pockets? Everyone. So you put in $200 during your deposit, they'll give you an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. That is promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props and odds boosts whatever your style my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right, so we do have a Monday night football game to talk about. Buffalo is going to New England. Woohoo, Bills, minus seven, Max. That's what you're looking at. Yeah, after last week's dismantling of the Broncos, I think we all started to wonder if Buffalo could be the biggest AFC threat to the Chiefs. Uh, we, we know the real answer to the biggest threat for the Chiefs, and that is the Chiefs themselves. But the Bills could be a team that capital, capitalizes on that in the playoffs. Uh, it's been a long reign for the Patriots in the AFC East, but that officially came to an end last week when the Bills clinched the AFC East title and the Patriots loss to the Dolphins officially eliminated them from the playoffs. Uh, to say the Pats have no chance in this game, though, would be naive. They can run the ball well, and the Bills' defense, while it's getting better, can be beaten on the ground. Also, the New England defense, for as, as bad of a season that they've had, their New England defense has still remained one of the better defenses in the league. So, yeah, I, the, the Pats do have a path to winning here if they can keep it on the ground, grind out the clock, and keep this as a close one. The problem is I think Sean McDermott's team is ready to to, to strike early and often. Uh, I think they, they don't want to give New England that opportunity to be able to grind the clock out. They want them playing from behind. They want to make Bill Belichick adapt and ask Cam Newton to do things that I don't think he's currently capable of doing. The Bills do have playoff seating to play for, but I think also just a beatdown of the Pats in Foxborough would give them the type of motivation they need to push them far into the playoffs. And as such here, I think Buffalo comes out with a big road win, covers this one by a lot. So I will bet the Buffalo Bills. When you look at the Bills, uh, I think the, the thing that I'm looking at, 
I, I think everybody would agree we expect the Bills to win this game. So now it just becomes the seven points. Well, their last four wins since you go to that Hail Mary loss to Arizona, they've won four in a row, and none of their opponents have been within single digits. Um, Denver, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Chargers, they've beaten them all by 10 or more points, especially uh, Denver, which was nearly 30 points. Um, Buffalo's clicking. They, they, they've been one of the hottest teams um, we, we keep talking about them. They're five and two on the road, New England's four and two at home, but I look if they truck Cam Newton out there. I just don't know how anybody feels good about that. It comes down to offensive ceiling, uh, for both teams, New England's ceiling just is not very high. This is again, another one of those 20 point teams. You look at that charger game is kind of an outlier where they beat them 45 to nothing. But after that, you're looking at, they scored 12 against Miami, three against the Rams, 20 against Arizona, 20 against Houston. This is a, it's a 20 point team. 20 is not going to get it done against Buffalo. Buffalo will probably get close to the thirties. So I am going to bet these bills minus the seven. Does anybody really know what Belichick's going to do today? You know, if you think about the way he operates, now that his season is over, the next thing is about winning. It's going to be draft picks, right? So winning more games will lower them in the draft order. I really wouldn't even be surprised if Cam Newton doesn't play today. If they say, well, let's see what we have in Stidham. It's time to evaluate players and see what we need to draft and what we don't need to draft. They clearly need a quarterback. There's no question about that. So I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Newton doesn't play and they and they play a completely different game than they have. I think seven points. I know Buffalo is playing for a lot. Um, I think it's going to be a tighter game than that. I'm just going to lean the Patriots. Going to lean the Pats. Well, if they want to lose, just start Stidham, right? Is that the... That'd be the, I think, yeah, the most optimal way to lose. I'm going to lean Buffalo here, minus the seven. I, I do think Buffalo covers the game, but man, oh man, seven on the road against the bully that has kicked the shit out of you for years. Uh, I'm just hoping Buffalo doesn't have any kind of flashbacks. All right, uh, the total in this one, ooh, it ticked up at Pinnacle. It was, it's 46 and a half. I like the over here. I do, uh, mostly because of Buffalo. <laughs> I think Buffalo is going to uh, get into the 30s. I think they put up 34, Patriots 18, so that that'll be 52. But uh, maybe maybe that's me just seeing what what Buffalo did last week. But there's been an offense that's clicking for a while. Uh, they had you know uh, if you rewind to earlier in the season, Josh Allen was MVP for a while. They dipped off for a bit, and and now their offense is clicking once again. Uh, so even against a tough New England defense and on the road, I I think they show up on Monday Night Football, put up put up some big uh, big points. So yeah, I'll lean the over here. You know, we we've talked about Buffalo's offense all season long. They looked great for a vast majority of it. This is an opportunity for Buffalo to write that defense, give them some confidence heading into the playoffs and, and do something, whether it's Cam Newton or Stidham. Um, they need to really assert themselves to have the the Bills defense that we've used to seeing over the last couple of years. Um, I expect New England to actually play around with their personnel and and not very successfully. So uh, I think Buffalo gets theirs. I'm not sure the Vegas line has it right there at that 27 to 20 type number. I'm not sure New England gets there. I'm banking on the Bills defense to uh, do better than they've done pretty much all season. So I'm going to lean the under here. 
I had this game as a dumb push when the line was at 46 since <laughs> it's ticked up a, uh, a half a point the hook it spares your spreadsheet ever so slightly lean the under ever so slightly yeah i'm right there it's almost a dumb push for me as well at the 46 and a half i'm gonna just tick the over uh just just leaning it though Whew, it's it's too close to call just fractional points all right well there's that max you want to talk about the association Sure. I mean, there's not much that I like today. Uh, the, the only game I'm betting on is this Houston-Denver one. I'm going to take Houston with the points. Um, what is it? Seven? Yeah, they're getting seven. I Yeah, man, listen, I think uh, they, they, they didn't win the game against Portland, but they were able to keep it close even without um, a significant portion of their team. And that's coming down to James Harden. Uh, you know, we, we had talked about this a couple of days ago is James Harden wants to be traded. And if he wants to be traded, then he's got to show other teams that he's worth trading for worth trading assets for. I, I had made the joke. It's like, is he mature enough? Is he smart enough to, to make that connection? Apparently so, because he came out big in the last game. I think it's going to come out big again today. Uh, keep it close with Denver. Denver hasn't been spectacular to start off this season just yet. Uh, they'll get things clicking. I'm sure they will. But uh, right now, Houston to keep it close within seven. That's that's my bet for the day. So, yep, I will throw $25 on the Houston Rockets today. Panther, what's your card look like? Uh, I got two of them. One of them, I, I hate doing this to you, Max, but I'm actually in complete agreement with you. Um, you know, Harden, if you, look, if you're trying to make a statement, 44 points and 17 assists should get other interested teams looking at you. Um, now, keep in mind, there was no John Wall. There will be no John Wall tonight. There's no Boogie Cousins. Uh, so Christian Wood had a monster day, too. He had, like, what, 31 points and 13 boards. Uh, so that's, you know, those two are really going to have to take care of business. But with no Eric Gordon, um, no John Wall, no Boogie cousins it's it's a tall ask but james harden has never shied away from shooting the rock so um yeah i'm in agreement is it seven or seven and a half i had seven and a half when i wrote it down it was seven and a half now it's seven uh, same true. thing same thing because i'm betting the same game <laughs> yeah well yeah i i, I touchdown's good enough so I'm, I'm betting those rockets as well and i i got another underdog that i like how much what how much oh 25 I know we're, we're not ready to reach just yet. <laughs> uh, I got one more. I think, I think Max might've been tempted on this one, but uh, the Oklahoma city thunder at home getting eight and a half points. Um, look, look, Shaggy Gills, just Alexander didn't even really have to play the full game. Last time they were out, put up 24, seven boards, nine assists. I think he's going to be the next uh, triple double machine. I'll, uh, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook type player. I, I really like, I don't like the Thunder a lot because they're a young team, but I like them plus eight and a half. So I'm going to bet 25 on those Thunder. All right. Rich? Well, I was going to bet Atlanta last night, the Hawks, but the Lions moved the point. And that one point <laughs> takes me from my comfort zone out of my comfort zone. So yeah maybe otherwise i don't like anything else today so i i might just pass on the day if there's anything i like you know if the line moves to atlanta back down to nine and a half or nine i'll i'll bet the hawks but otherwise i think i'm going to sit this day out Rich, so, the, you, so so it got better for detroit right 
It got better for Detroit. Yes. Yeah, it's ten. It's ten for Detroit. So much money's on Detroit. This is this is looking like a trap game. It looks like it looks like that. Uh, people, uh, Vegas is happy that people are betting on Detroit. That they're enticing you to bet more on Detroit. I think Atlanta's going to come out and kick their asses. So you're trying to get me to bet on Atlanta? Uh, no, no, no. I'm. Just, I, I, I was just asking. Taking a cue from March. I, I'm just asking if the point, if the if the line got better for Detroit. That's all I was asking because I see this all this money on Detroit. That's all I'm saying. Detroit, Detroit is so banged up. Um, they're, they're they're young, inexperienced, and now Blake is already you know suffering. I don't know if it's going to keep him out, but he tweaked something the other day. And yeah, Detroit's. Uh, I mean, I like Atlanta a lot, but I don't know if I like them ten points a lot. I have them winning by eighteen. Oh wow, wow. Hmm, I have them winning by uh 15 so it's still enough yeah, to cover yeah. the game but well, Rich, the way i do it i look yeah. at percentages how many so i i simulate games to see how many games that they will win and i need a 65 percent that they're going to cover the spread and I, i'm at 63 percent. so that's that's at nine and a half it goes up over that number that threshold so I don't know. Right now, I'm I'm not feeling the peer pressure, so I'm still going to kind of hang it back and hope that that line drops a half a point, and then I'll jump in. All right, you sure? <laughs> Positive. Okay, because I'm saying you you know if you'd loosened up in the NFL, you'd have a lot more money. Just maybe you're a little too tight in the NBA too. Well, you know, for me, my um, the way I do things doesn't really start to click in until I have about eight nine games of data. It becomes a little bit less predictable, so I want to make sure that. When I'm betting, I, I, I'm at full confidence level on my side that it, you know, the system is where the system is, and it'll work over time. All right. Well, I hate to say it, but I have a, the exact same card Panther does, and you know, one half of Max. I liked, I liked OKC plus the eight and a half, and uh, man, until things start to normalize, I'm ticking down. I'm just hemorrhaging money, so I'm betting fifteen. 15 on this one, and I'm going to throw, throw 15 on the Rockets plus a 7, too. So that's an old-school kiss of death right there. Yeah, I worry about that Oklahoma City game. I, I do have it close. I have uh, Utah only winning by a point. But there is only single-digit money coming in on Oklahoma City where the public is kind of split on, on that one. So there's – a lot of money coming in on Utah here. That was enough to scare me off of betting that one. But yeah, I mean, my metrics say it's it should be a close game, and and home team getting all those points, you gotta like it. But Utah has been underperforming to a degree, and they they need a, a signature win. <laughs> so I worry that they come out today and just beat up on an undermanned Oklahoma City team. At the two thirty three, it was two thirty four. 234 for the memphis brooklyn game the total i was going the under now it's 233 and a half and i'm not so sure i want to do it i've been debating i'm looking i'm gonna go yeah i'm still gonna do it i'm gonna throw another 15 on the under in the grizzlies nets game i like that i have that at so you're saying the total is 233 right 233 and, and a half. half at bet 365 and a half yeah, yeah. I, I have this game at 223 i got uh brooklyn win this Ooh. 115 to 108 so i think you got about 10 points we're going there wow so somebody's <laughs> way yeah. off yeah well it's not a bad play when you when you factor in spencer dinwiddie will be out so it kind of messes with the uh, nets rotation and who they're going to start whoever they slide in there probably will not have the volume, the shooting that Dinwiddie had. So, um, you know, with Durant and Kyrie still carrying the the workload, I, I think you probably will see 
a slight drop off. So I, I, I if, if Panther support means anything, you got my support on your underplay. Well, I'll, I'll take your support, and I'm taking Brooklyn's support of not hitting the over yet this season. Mm. I mean, and it was uh, uh like. Yeah, they it's, have. It's they've been 15 points. Right. Yeah, but they've been 15 points under the total so far. Wow. So, yeah, let's keep let's keep that trend moving, Brooklyn. Let's keep it going. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> At least one opinion. more day. One more day. That's all I need. All right. So we got the NBA covered. We got the NFL covered, and that is it. That is it. Support Degeneracy by buying our t-shirts. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the DGEN shop. Make sure to download the DGEN's app for Android iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. Listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to us at, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. Final words. You know, when I first came to the show, one of the things that we would talk about, Arch and I, sometimes in horse racing in the uh, 20 hour marathons that we would do is the stock market, because that's my first hat. I did a little bit of research yesterday and found something that might be of interest if for those who play the stock market. A company down in the Southeast that some might be familiar with called Burger Fi. Any of you guys ever had a hamburger there? Burger Fi? No. Well, anyway. Fi? Yeah, Burger FI. I guess it stands for Burgerfication. I guess I don't know, but anyway, they compare pretty well to a company, another company called Steak Shack, another hamburger joint that does the organic thing. If they hit their numbers that, that they're projecting out for the next couple of years, it just came public. They have a warrants that you can buy B F I I W. It's about two and a half dollars. They're a little bit mispriced because the stock is trading higher than that. They can convert into a stock to per share at $11.50 for the next five years. But anyway, if they hit their numbers, I can see this thing, these warrants moving up maybe to five bucks, maybe even higher. So take a look at that. The symbol on Yahoo is B-F-I-I-W. Make sure you tell your friends about that. Of course, it's a stock market, so anything can happen. You can lose all your money, blah, 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 all those things. Uh, but tell your friends about us. I'll let them know we cover all sorts of things here on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. However it is you communicate, friends don't let friends do the stock market without absolute degeneracy. Panther, time to take us home. I'm going to take us home real quick because we ran this show a little bit long. We got a little long-winded. We apologize. Hope we bring you guys knowledge. Hope we bring you guys money. But let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do tonight. When it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.